What's up, listeners? Thank you for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is Tuesday. I keep doing this all the time. It's the 28th, 28th of January. And, you know, I'm an idiot. And every time I start a podcast, I don't go to my calendar and I have to fucking look for it. So that's why I paused to know what date it was. I should know what date it is. I'm 33 years old, soon to be 34 next month. And I have no concept of time and date. And that's something that I need to really uh, get on top of in the new year. Because, I mean, what the fuck? When I, I can't be a millionaire, you know, sleep until 10 o'clock every day and not knowing what date it is. It's pretty embarrassing. But anyways, Tuesday, it's not that cold. 43 degrees in Boston. It is better than fucking 32. It's better than snow. Um... There is so much not to talk about with Boston sports um, because we just aren't in the Super Bowl and it's really fucked up. Three straight years we're in the Super Bowl. The one year we're not, everyone's just kind of lost. You know, it's uh, you know, when you're like one of the last few people at a bar and everyone's gone and you're just looking around. You know, like the John Travolta meme where he's just kind of looking around the house like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, that's kind of like New England Patriot fans right now. Like, what do you do Sunday? Like, do you go to a house party? Do you have a Super Bowl party? I mean, what is there to fucking, like, be excited for? I don't know. I think the city's going to be busy because people are just going to be like, fuck it, let's just go out, let's drink, let's watch the game, and then, you know, go somewhere else. I might go to Banners. I haven't been there yet. I heard they got a huge TV screen. It's probably going to be packed, so you know what? I probably won't go there either. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens, but let's first touch on the most tragic fucking thing that could happen to any major sport athlete right now in this decade with the sudden death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and then seven other people in a helicopter crash that looks like it could have been avoidable. Um, yes, is idol worshiping horrible? Yes, but you know, it's always that discussion that comes with like oh why do athletes make more than per se children's hospital doctors er doctors do they have a lot more importance in the world er doctors yes but we have to talk about what an athlete actually does bring to people's lives me personally as a celtics fan i loved i had a love-hate relationship with um kobe bryant almost like my relationship with alcohol i loved watching him play and as much as I was the end of the Jordan era Kobe was my era and as and, and as it pisses me off I remember being in the bar and Seekonk watching Kobe beat us um, in, the, uh, in the in the finals it was just happy to see him retire he was just so dominant there was no chance in hell that we could ever be a Kobe Bryant superstar led team and, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, I just got engaged. People from my apartment and my friend came down for brunch. We were having a great time. I got this fucking amazing chicken and waffles. They even took the bones out. So you just had just straight up chicken meat and fucking good ass waffles. Um, this place is the Townsend. It's in Quincy. I know the owner is a really good guy. Craft cocktails, great beer menu. So we went there, like 11 of us rolling deep. We're chilling. We're almost done. I smoked a little weed out of the vape pen, so I'm stoned. I get back and then I see a group chat between, you know, two childhood friends and I see Kobe died and I'm like, what? 
And then, you know, my other friend chimes in, yeah, fucked up. So then I look, and then of course we all run to Google. That's like the, uh, the fact checker. I did the same thing when Michael Jackson died. I was like, yeah, let me check this out. And then come to find out, man, he died. And the whole mood changed. I had already a few beers in me, so like, you know, drinking alcohol as a depressant, not saying it made me depressed, but it definitely brought the mood down and everyone else around it. We're all just kind of fucking in shock. The whole restaurant seemed like they were staring at their phones. It was a pretty big deal. Um, this was our Princess Diana death. And I hate to compare him to like a fucking royalty princess, but for sports royalty, this man was up there. And given he had some bad past when he first started and it was that's a really hard thing to shake, he, he looked like he was turning it around and being a great role model for his kids and for little girls and for everyone around. He, he was someone that, you know, I believe in like a redemption and granted you know if you're like if you've done something really bad yes there's no such thing as a full redemption but i give credit to anyone who's been a criminal who now is like working towards making life better for people and keeping people out of jail and avoiding crim criminals in the future yeah i'm all for that it looked like kobe bryant was really trying to make an agreement with himself to be a more positive influencer especially with his daughters and he knew that he had that black stain on him and he was on the way there of, you know, greatness off the court. So it sucks. It sucks for everyone. It, you know, a lot of people until this year, last year, hadn't dealt with like a, you know, a tragic death and you may not have had one yet, but you know, when you have, you can relate to the family and what they're going through. It's a numbing feeling. It's a shocking feeling. It's something that doesn't go away, um, ever. So, you know, I keep that in my thoughts and prayers you know, I listened to Kirk and he was digging in about like, you know, why are we giving him a double standard and things like that? You know, it's it's not right to speak on the death. And, you know, I'm still listening to the Kirk show. It's fucking hysterical. But at the same time, I, I you know, I, I, I wasn't cool with, um, you know, I mean, I don't even know if they found his remains yet. I mean, they haven't found everyone on the planet. It's not the right time to talk about fucking shit like that. He's not wrong, but it's not the right time. There's timing for everything. And yes, the did it the next day i guess that's fine and he said he didn't do it like six hours before or an hour after it doesn't matter though it's like you still got to be a little respectful keep your head high dude but whatever i'm still into the radio show i still think it's hysterical and i listen to it now you know every day um i actually was like waiting for the new episode to drop today i refreshed my page and then you know he was on there and um again recommend you guys listening to kirk minahan's show on I, i'm not a big barstool guy i think that whole bro thing is kind of like lame at the same time it's for people that um i don't think uh have any reality someone that like kind of went to college and just like never left um where i mean i, I don't know I, I like a little more of a i like I, i'm a little different like don't get me wrong i like swearing and i like things like that but just sometimes like that whole bro culture thing can be kind of funny and not and, and it kinda, the bro culture thing was always there i'm part of the bro movement but once you start to monetize it and make it like a thing, that's when I'm like, all right, now you're ruining it. You're ruining for everyone else. Um, and that's my stance on Barstool. But Kirk's the fucking best thing that's on there. And he's bashing all the other shows. It's hysterical. He reminds me of Stern when he was going up against CBS. And it's extremely enjoyable. And that's my press for him. But beyond the fucking depressing shit with baseball, um, with, uh, with basketball and just, you know, losing an idol like Kobe, 
we then go into, you know, the NHL had its all-star break. Uh, there's a couple guys at the bar that actually bet the over on the fucking game and won very easily, which I wish I took the number. It was 12 and a half, and they already had, like, nine goals in the in the second half, the second period. So, um, we get back into the second half of hockey. This is where it really matters. This is where it comes down to. Bruins kind of look, they're great, and then they're bad, so... I guess all it depends is on how healthy we get into the playoffs, and then, you know, I'll start getting really diving into Bruins games and talking more about that. Same thing with the Celtics. They look great. Um, Zion, though, like, dragged his nuts all over them the other day. I still think, you know, dealing with the Kobe death has an effect on these professional NBA athletes. Um, that wasn't the, you know, you're not really getting much inspiration when one of your childhood um, stars are dead, especially a young team like the Celtics. So, um you know, we'll see what happens with that. Some dickhead in front of me just beeping. I never get that. It's like, what, you know, I, I guess horns are great to avoid an accident, but when you're beeping your horn for anything, like, that's just road rage waiting to happen. Like, fuck you. That's not going to freaking block the car. But anyways, back on that. Um, yeah, so Patriots, Brady's, more Brady talk. There's nothing going on. Um, the free agency, I think, is like, what, March 4th or 14th, something like that. Um, they're saying Dante Sarnakia is not coming back, which could people think that might have an influence on Brady not wanting to come to the Patriots since his, uh, you know, iconic, should be in the Hall of Fame, offensive line coach uh, who's 70 something years old is retiring again. Um, I don't care anymore. I don't care about Brady. You know, I read a good article where they kind of like, you know, Brady should learn from the whole Gronk thing. Like, if you make this shit about yourself, the Patriots, they will not fight. And we didn't bite for Gronk. And now, he, I mean, he had milked his buzz on the retirement or coming back thing. But now everyone's just kind of pissed off at him. And, and I don't think a, an organization like the Patriots have time for games. They're already, they've been, you know, regardless of the fact that we lost Garoppolo. We couldn't pick up, um, we couldn't pick up the, uh, the quarterback for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Or, and, you know, we, you know, we, we have Stidham, but. There, regardless of the fact that Brady strong-armed all these great quarterbacks to leave, like Jacoby Brissett, who's a starter now, um, I still believe in the Patriots still having some behind-the-scenes tact with getting a replacement for Brady. I know there's talk. And, again, not to steal another radio show, but I heard on WEEI that um, Drew Brees, you know, they don't know if they're going to bring him back. I think that's kind of a stupid rumor because he's, again, one of the best quarterbacks of all time as well. But they have Bridgewater, and they have another backup quarterback on there who's, like, extremely talented, and they can't sign all three of them. So, shit, you lose Brady, you get Drew Brees. That's not a bad fucking deal. I could see Belichick pulling something like that out of his ass. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with this uh, Patriots thing. It's all skeptical. There's no nothing set in stone until it happens, and I'm not going to let any hot air get blown up my ass from, uh, you know, Fox Sports Mexico or fucking, you know, uh, Field Yates or someone, you know, Adam Schefter or fake Adam Schefter. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bite into that. I'm just going to be like confident in the Patriots. Like I always have been, you know, if you say it or not, you know, we lost to a team that could have been in the Super Bowl this weekend. I mean, the Titans were good, but obviously Mahomes just, played like the pro athlete that he is and, and dominated that run that Mahomes did into the end zone on that AFC championship was just the, you know, that's your fucking cover. That's your 60 for 60, like Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, transition point, you know, if, and if he wins, it's going to be great for him. 
and Kansas City, because like they pretty much suck at everything. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Last time, what fucking George Brett when he was on the Royals, um, or I think they might have won a while back. But like the Royals suck. Um, I mean, Kansas City barbecue is fucking delicious, but that's about it. When I think of Kansas City, like I'm not. Um, I don't know. Kansas City. No, it's the St. Louis Blues. They're pretty. They they suck too. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. So it'll be good for them. San Fran. I mean, they win all the fucking time. Golden State. Um, the Giants have always been pretty decent. They're like a West Coast Boston, especially how expensive it is to live there, and all the tech bros that are invading that whole place. And you know, one thing Boston has is we don't have enough ho- as much homeless people. So I'd rather live in Boston over San Fran any day. Um, but my picks for the Super Bowl are definitely the 49ers. You know, defense wins championships, just like pitching wins in baseball. You have to have a solid defense, and the, the Niners do. I mean, we've seen the, the Chiefs give up a fuck ton of points. They've hobbled into, you know, their record without Mahomes there, and then Mahomes obviously is outscoring them. So, I'm going to say that it's going to be 24 to 21. Niners. You can throw that in the bank. I'm going to throw some money on this game too. Why not? And um, we'll see what happens. Uh, that's my Super Bowl. It's going to be really, really weird not having the Pats there. Not And, and then obviously they're going to make a little dog pony show about Brady. Uh, maybe Brady announces something this week just to throw the Super Bowl off because apparently Brady's ego is turning into like a, a fucking Kardashian now. And... Um, yeah, I don't know where it's going to head with him. I mean, he's just not that guy. Like, we all remember Tom as, you know, you're uh, like a good guy. You know, not the best looking guy, lanky, um, but great team player. That's what I remember Brady as. And it seems like he's evolving into this, you know, Kardashian-like influencer where he really wants to just be a billionaire. And that's his new goal. The billion-dollar billion dollar operation jay-z beyonce i think is his new super bowl and that's all he's focused on which is kind of fucked up and it's just crazy to see a guy who was banging some like d-list celebrity and bridget monahan and now he's like selling out and if he leaves that's a sellout i'm gonna say i don't care you take less money you retire a patriot and you go away on your horse into the fucking you know into the sunset so yeah, that's my feeling on that. Um, that's about it. I don't know what else to say. Uh, yeah. Hope everyone has a good weekend. Um, enjoy their visits or whatever you do. Enjoy your work day. Thank you for tuning in again. Um, one day I hope I can be as popular as a Barstool podcast, but... This is always fun for me. This is um, therapeutic to just vent on sports. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I don't care about the money, Brady. So why don't you remember that when you were a young football player and I'm a young podcaster, young, you know, inexperienced podcaster. I'm not young, but, um, you know, when I, when I blow up one day, not like I'm looking to, um, I'm not going to sell out. So don't be a dick. All right. Everyone have a good rest of their week. I will talk to you soon. Peace.